Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I had the pleasure and really just had a blast talking with Mata Figaro. And Mata is a young, successful, dynamic, and powerful entrepreneur. Yes, she's quite young, and she is doing a lot of incredible things. I just enjoy talking to her so much. You're going to learn about her story, why she does what she does, the things that she does to practice self-care that are really important to her that I think is a good message for entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs alike. And two things. One, I'm totally inspired by Mata, but I also love her energy. Just had a really good time talking to her. And I think you're going to laugh and you're going to enjoy this, but you're also going to learn some interesting things about her work and what she does and how she helps people and how she takes care of herself. Enjoy. Hello, Mata. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jill. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, sure. Oh, man, I already have enjoyed talking to you for the few minutes even before we started recording. <laughs> so let's start off with tell me what what you do and why you do it. Oh, man, I do a lot of stuff. But the main thing I do is I I help people feel better, especially through food. My my entire existence is based around hospitality. I'm a pastry mm-hmm. chef by trade. I've worked all in fine dining. Um, and then I started my own little company called Butter Cake. And I was just making plain butter cakes that people truly enjoyed. A customer of mine on the clean butter cakes asked me if I could help her go through her chemo process by turning my cakes into an edible for her. And that's how mm-hmm. I got know, immersed in the cannabis industry, but no matter what industry I think I'll ever be in, I'm always in the business of helping people feel better. Mm. Okay. So you were making these butter cakes. Butter cakes. Yeah. And what is a butter cake? Because it sounds very appealing to me, just the words butter and cake in one word. (laughs) It's It's like an angel food cake and a pound cake had a baby. Okay. Okay. Nice. And were they small? Yeah. Did you make little ones? Okay, nice. I I do them in in loaves, kind of like Entenmann's, and then I do them smaller versions, cupcake size, mini bite size uh, cakes as well. And let's just say pre this transformation into making them edibles, where were you selling them? Everywhere, all over the internet. But in in person, I was selling them in uh, farmer's markets all around downtown Mm -hmm. Jersey City. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then, so now you have the, the cannabis-infused version as well. You have both. Yes. Okay. And do you sell those online as well? Allegedly, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I feel like my face gesture is going to be needed for that one. <laughs> You know, wink. Yes, wink. Okay. So, so this woman approached you and she said she loved these butter cakes and she was like, I want them to be even better. (laughs) And so you were helping her. Now, did that, tell me about that story. Did she get, you know, positive effects from the cannabis? Honestly, I'm not a doctor. I don't like, Mm -hmm. I don't talk about cannabis in a medicinal way, because none of the mm-hmm. statements that I ever say are approved by the FDA. Um, but uh, I can't say her personal experience and that the feedback she gave me, you know, mm-hmm. the edibles along with, a, you know, a plethora of other things that she was doing to help 
ultimately mm-hmm. resulted in her being cancer free. So I can't say that butter cake was a hundred percent responsible, but butter cake did play a part in getting her to that point. Oh, so she actually became cancer free. Okay. That, so I was even just thinking, you know, did she feel a sense of peace and calm? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you infuse, so when you, we say cannabis, is that mean like, cause I take CBD oil every night and mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. I sleep like I did when I was 20 and I'm 52. Cause what happens, I don't know if you have children or not, but no when once no kids yet. So what happens is when you have kids, you get woken up a lot in the mm-hmm. night, like a lot year after year after year. And eventually you kind of get trained to have crappy sleep. <laughs> So, you know, now my kids were a little bit older. I I learned about CBD and I started taking it and I was like, wow, I can sleep the entire night through. Now there, I know there's a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of THC in cannabis. You know, I use the full, full spectrum that if, if I were to heat it, it would be activated more and all of that stuff. So, so it's different from uh, you know, I personally buy edible gummies as well. And I, use them recreationally, you know, a couple times a month. I I enjoy them just as much as I would enjoy having a a drink or two, maybe a little bit more even. (laughs) So, you know, we have the THC, we have the CBD. What's the difference? And and do you imbibe both of them into the butter cakes? So from my experience so far, I can't say that I've used any actual CBD, at least not intentionally, All of my products that I make, I source flour from a florist that grows it 100% herself. She's able to tell me, you know, what's in it, the properties, how she grew it, what she's putting in the soil and all kinds of really amazing things. Um, And so Mm -hmm. with that, I've been able to just create, in my opinion, the best possible edible products that my hands can make because I know that my flour is being sourced and grown by somebody that actually cares about what happens to her plants. And so, no, I don't have that much experience in CBD. Everything I do is straight up weed, THC, 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. And have you, do you have a, I don't know if you want to share, um, you know, only only share what feels comfortable to you. Do you have a story around THC or cannabis that, that it's helped you? Oh, absolutely. So I have three herniated discs in my lower back. You know, I told you oh. that... Um, yeah, I'm a yeah, yeah. And I'm 32 now, you know, I shouldn't be having to deal with lifelong injuries, but unfortunately I am. I herniated mm-hmm. all three discs when I was 20 years old. So it's been quite a while now. And mm-hmm. I never considered weed as a part of my wellness until a friend of mine came over and had noticed, you know, like I just wasn't myself. The doctors had prescribed me a lot of different opioids. I was doing steroid oh. shots. Uh, PT. Oh my gosh. It was a lot. And finally, my friend was like, if you don't come smoke this weed and do some yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I was like, smoke weed? No way. My parents are from Haiti. I will go to jail and hell all on the same <laughs> if I pick up any weed. Um, and luckily my friend was just, I guess I didn't need that much convincing. And my friend was very convincing. And so I gave uh-huh. it a try, and that's how my personal consumption with re- weed really started um, to develop. It was just about, you know, helping me get off of the couch and get back into the kitchen and not having my back hurt so much. Yeah. Can I, I, I just want to interject to say that, you know, it's, we have been trained to think that 
oh, you know, opioid, like if it comes from a doctor, you know, uh, it's totally benign and safe and there's no problem. Like we're just going to prescribe opioids and steroids and, you know, that's fine. But God forbid, you know, (laughs) you should, um, you know, intake a, a natural substance. And I'm not, I'm not condoning people to now go out and start eating plants from their yard or anything like that. <laughs> but, you know, just think, of, we, we have to take a moment to pause to think about that, that culturally, and I understand the Haiti connection. I, I live in, well, I told you I live in Rockland County. There are a lot of people from Haiti who have come to Rockland County for mm-hmm. one reason or another, There's a lot of them. So I know a lot of people of your generation whose parents came here from Haiti. So I understand a little bit about the culture and yeah, that's, you know, the conditioning of like, oh, you know, marijuana is going to send you to hell and, and it's terrible for you and all of that. Meanwhile, we can, we can just almost without question, accept pharmaceuticals, you know? And so I just, I think that's, it was very striking to me when you, when you told that story. I think that as consumers, we should be asking ourselves, and this is actually something I've been asking myself a lot lately now that I'm like so much more immersed and now that I'm actually a conditionally licensed manufacturer in the state of New Jersey, I've been asking myself more and more and more recently, how far are they going to push this medicine until it's no longer natural in, in anymore? So like for the same people that are okay with taking Tylenol but are not okay with consuming cannabis, I want to remind them that Tylenol at one point in its very inception in the beginning was plant medicine. Aleve was plant medicine. A lot of these pharmaceuticals that we use to help treat ourselves that are no longer natural, they just took the natural plant and turned it into something synthetic so that they could give it to millions of people at a time. And if we're not careful, that same thing that happened to Tylenol and to Aleve and blah, 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 Whoever created Tylenol, please don't listen to this and sue me. I'm just using it as an example. Everybody knows your brand. (laughs) But the point of the story is, you know, weed is natural now, but it won't be forever. And so if anybody is using that as a part of their argument for why they don't want to consume, just remember that some of the daily things that you take used to be natural medicines and and are no longer. Right. And and you bring up a very good point because m- my mind is a little bit exploding here because I'm thinking I never thought of that like 20 years from now or I don't know how long, maybe faster. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be we already there already is synthetic marijuana, synthetic correct? Cannabinoids already exist, you know, Delta 8, THCO, HHC. There's so many three letter combos running around right now. And a lot of people are just deeming them 100% bad because they don't understand it. But the reason why nobody understands it is because our federal dollars have not been applied to um, the research. So thank you, Biden, for signing that the other day. Great move. Hope some research gets done. I'm pro-synthetic cannabinoids, but only if it's manufactured and tested and regulated. Okay. Yeah. Because I... (laughs) It's so interesting. I mean, I don't want to reveal too much about my family, but there are certain members of my family who were talking about, what did you call it? The eight? The, oh, Delta uh, eight. Delta eight. Yeah. And how, you know, it's risky. Like, be careful. Don't, don't partake of Delta eight because you don't know what it is. Like, you know, get natural weed. And also I want to correct, it sounds like I, I misspoke. Um, so you wouldn't want to say synthetic marijuana. You would want to say synthetic cannabinoids. Correct. Correct. Okay. Because marijuana is a plant. So, yeah. right. Okay. Just want to 
I want to make sure that I'm very proper in my uh, understanding of this topic. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So synthetic cannabinoids, maybe not a bad thing in the future if it's regular, you know, careful. And honestly, I think there's some synthetic cannabinoids that are out right now that are not a bad thing, to be honest with you. Each individual manufacturer has everything at their disposal to make sure that they put a Delta 8 product out there that is safe, that is tested. I'm one of those producers, actually. I have one Delta 8 product on the market. And let me tell you, I went above and beyond. I put product insurance on it of over five figures. We've had the hemp tested three times. And then we had the product tested a few more times in the process and then tested in its final Um, state before we hand it over to a consumer. So there definitely are ways to safely produce and have people consume synthetic cannabinoids, you know, but we live in a world of capitalism and that way is just much more expensive. So that's why companies are putting trash out there because it's cheap to put out trash. So definitely if you consume Delta 8, be super careful, reach out to the manufacturers of that product. Their information is always on the labels, ask for testing, ask for insurance questions, like do whatever it takes to make sure that you're you know, being as safe as possible. Yeah. Okay. So now this leads me to a question that I want to ask you because you're 32 years old, young, I should say, oh. and you have done a lot. You've created butter cake. Mm-hmm. You've then leveled up butter cake. <laughs> one one would argue, um, and then you're also creating these other products. So you're an entrepreneur, it sounds like. A hundred percent. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, it sounds like you are doing incredible things and I want to hear more about what you're doing overall and and how you do it. Thank you. From a self-care perspective and all of that. Oh, wow. Okay. What do I do from an entrepreneurial perspective? I have Butter Cake, the cannabis brand that focuses specifically on edibles. And then my level up for Butter Cake was to get into the legal market by creating Can Powerment, which is my manufacturing company that will produce not just Butter Cake legally, but it can produce for any brand that would like a legal product to be available through New Jersey dispensaries. Entrepreneurship is hard as hell. Just those two little things I mentioned, it's been an eight-year journey to get that far. How I've been able to do it, I call my mom crying at night sometimes. I lean on my boyfriend for support, even though he has no idea half of the things I'm talking about anyway. My business partner, who's also been my childhood friend since third grade, he's somebody that I lean on when things are getting just like a little too heavy for me. And then just self-care all along. Understanding how to learn how to say no was really important for me. I think last year I exercised my no very strongly and it really helped propel me in other ways. and then just smoking my weed, yo. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I left the alcohol alone and I picked up the pot and it just it just made such a difference, such a difference. I wake up every morning clear-minded. I'm never slow or sluggish the way I would have been if I had, you know, gone out drinking the night before. So I just really have taken a lot of time to nurture my entrepreneurial journey with self-care, which includes smoking weed and and just, you know, being around my friends and family and getting massages, going to the spa, having Jill time, stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad. Now, do you interact with other entrepreneurial women in the area? Yes. Do you belong to any groups? Okay. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, yes. That's I joined good. a group called Startup Woman here in New Jersey, actually in Jersey City. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they would do like weekly check-ins. We have a Slack channel together and it's just a bunch of girls going through all kinds of different entrepreneurial journeys, not necessarily cannabis related. Mm-hmm. And we're able to actually not only have a support system, but like a mini marketplace in there so that we can, you know, service each other's businesses and tell other people about each other's businesses and stuff like that. And it's been incredible. There's nothing on this planet as powerful as girl power. I agree. I agree 100%. When I, I, I belong to a couple, I used to belong to a lot, and now I just pared it down to two local groups. It's just incredible to hang out with a bunch of other women or girls huh? yeah. and, um, you know, get that support. I, I think it's incredibly powerful. And we need to do it. You know, I've, I've, a lot of, I've had a lot of conversations about this on this podcast about, look, if men were going to do it for us, they would have already done it. We've hey. had enough history. <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of have to step up and and grab the power and mm-hmm. and do it in our way in our unique way you know as women we're not all the same right everybody has their own style but i think in general we have certain tendencies as women that are that are could be you know unique from men the more feminine stuff so well, it's really nice to be in the, that environment with other women I love the fact that we there are these groups that we support each other, you right. know, that it's not just about me and my business. It's like, uh, can I can I help you in your business as well? Yeah, that that feels good. That's right. It feels really well, good. Are we connected on LinkedIn? Yes. So this yes. morning I posted something that felt so good to me. And then the comments below reflected that it also felt good to everybody else because I literally just posted about if you have a spare one hundred dollars and you believe in supporting women and minorities and LGBTQ and anything that has to do with weed in general, you should support this girl that's doing some really cool stuff. So when you're done with this, pull up a pull up my little LinkedIn post. I think it's okay. pretty well to women supporting women and how we just need to be vigilant, excuse me, in doing it across all platforms in real life and the internet life everywhere. Yes. Yes. It's, you know, the, the, the old uh, saying is like, speak with your dollars or speak with your fork or, you know, in relation to food and stuff like we can consciously make a decision to go onto certain large websites that shall not be named Mm -hmm. uh, that we all go to. Right. And that Mm -hmm. delivers very quickly. Or we can take a few extra minutes and find uh, maybe a local business that's selling that same product. Yes. We can go to the big mega supermarkets or we can go to the farmer's markets, right? So these are personal decisions that we're making that are a an outward manifestation of our values. Mm-hmm. And so if your value is, hey, I want to support a young black woman's uh, uh, entrepreneurial endeavor because like that's important to do that. Then let's do that. Yep. Then let's and do not that. just talk about it. You know, let's actually do that. Yep. And there are some great, like there are two organ. You may do you know about Empower the Village? No. Empower the Village is a organization. It's a nonprofit organization in northern New Jersey that supports black-owned businesses. Oh, what? And Yes, yes. And they they just do, you know, it's an online, I, I think it's like a portal. Like you can, as a, as a consumer, I can go on there and I can say, oh, well, I want to buy from, from um, you know, entre- black entrepreneurs. So I'm going to go onto this website and I'm going to look for what I need from this community. 
So you might want to check that out on Instagram. I follow Shop Black, which is also a similar type of. You probably yeah. they're, they're much bigger. Yeah. yeah, and Power of the Village is local, which is kind of cool too, though, because you have that local aspect. Exactly. So, Less shipping fees. Let's go. Yes, yes, and 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 just like actually do because I tell you sometimes I get very demoralized when I think about like the political world and like what can I do as an I you know I can vote but what else you know I, I guess I could go visit my local senators but <laughs> but for me it's like as a as a consumer I feel like gosh you know no one's stopping me from speaking yeah. my mind so to speak you know with my dollars. Sorry, I, I feel very strongly about this because it's such a simple thing that we can all do like right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Christmas. No, it's nothing these days. Butter cakes sound like a great Christmas present to me. That's right. You can find butter cake on uh, www.buttercake.shop. We okay. We hand approve every single user that comes onto the site right now. Okay. Just to make sure that we keep our community safe and happy and all of those things. The internet is a scary place and we do not want to foster um, an environment where like bad people have access to buddy cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, and, we, and we'll put the, we'll put that link in the show notes too. So perfect. people can access this and not just for Christmas, but for, you know, for all year round. So I want to start to wrap it up, but I want to ask you about what are your, I just, I think you're awesome. Thank you. And uh, I love your energy and, and I admire your courage and your strength for building up a successful business from the age of, you said seven years now, eight years? So eight years. 20, 20 something. Four years old. Yeah. That's incredible. Because when I was 24, don't even, don't even ask what I was doing when I was 24. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't building a business. Entrepreneurship at 24. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to hear some of your wisdom around self-care. You talked about the weed. Is there anything else or, or entrepreneurship? I just, I just want to get like more good juicy stuff from you. You know, is there something you do that you think other people would be inspired or empowered to hear about? I just, honestly, the highest form of self-care is just to remain authentic to what works for you. Honestly. The older I get, the more I'm understanding like, yo, I don't agree with everybody. We're just going to agree to disagree. I choose mm-hmm. to just let people win arguments as opposed to arguing and trying to force them into something else because that just takes away more energy from me. It drains mm-hmm. me. And that just like takes away from all the self-care practices that I try to implement. So I think that just like daily thoughts and reminders of how to interact with other people, how other people's interactions affect you. Are, are part of the things that have just kept me going in entrepreneurship. If somebody makes me feel bad, you know, for one second at any point during this journey, I don't allow them a second second. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's about energy. Yeah. It's energy. about energy. Mm-hmm. Like protecting yourself in a way, it sounds like. I mean, I think I do that too. Like we get to choose who we hang out with and who we surround mm-hmm. ourselves with. And yeah, I'll show you who they are. <laughs> you got to believe it. Right. So you got to protect yeah. peace, protect your energy. Self-preservation is the most important part of entrepreneurship, in my opinion. Because without mm. preservation of yourself, what's the point of being an entrepreneur? You can't do anything if you're your own boss, if you haven't preserved your energy and pr- protected your peace. So, yeah, yeah that's damn. That was juicy. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry. Major component of entrepreneurial. 
Yeah. And it's recorded too. So you can hear it again if you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I actually think that it's not just entrepreneurs. I think it's, again, going back to this idea of women, you know, really like it's 2022. It's time for us. And we, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, I don't know if it matters so much in that self-preservation piece that, again, like people are going to take as much as they can from us. Yeah. And the question is, well, how much are we going to allow? And I just did this whole podcast. I recommend that you listen to it, Mata, about receiving. Ooh. And part of what I talked about is women, we've kind of programmed to, you know, we give 10 and we receive one. <laughs> and I think this ties into this idea of self-preservation. I, I like that term. It feels, it feels like, yeah, you know, like I deserve this. I deserve, yeah. like, you know, it's important. Fine and, chocolate. <laughs> what, fine chocolate, you said? Yeah, just like fine chocolate. We deserve it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We deserve it. But we also kind of have to, at this point, we have to work for it. We have to be diligent in, like you said, protecting our energy. And, and if someone is, you know, on a different page, that's fine. We mm -hmm. don't have to try to convince them. We can just be here in our own little world doing our thing. And the people who are attracted to that are going to come exactly. and they're going to support us. Yep. Yep. I'm 100% on that. Well said, Jill. Well, I was just kind of re repeating what you said, so. <laughs> well said, Maka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give yourself credit. We're deserved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is great. I, I really am so happy that I met you. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and your energy. You know, just really powerful. Thank you. I, I think it's it's nice. We again, like the purpose of this podcast is to empower women in our health. And so when we hear we hear people who are taking ownership and and designing a life that that you know you've designed a life that you desire. I'm sure there's always more, but mm -hmm. you know <laughs> that's 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 exciting. You know, it's exciting to hear it, and especially um, you know I'm 20 years older than you, so. I have a thing where I'm like, oh, for young people to be doing this stuff is just, it's so wonderful. Thank you. So, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate yeah. it. And I'm honestly, I'm just thankful for like anybody that trusts me <laughs> with, you know, their health and their sanity, because that's, that's what Buddy Cake does. We, we feed people mind, soul, spirit, all of those things with cannabis, without cannabis. It's really important to me to be able to continue continue to contribute that to our society. And so yeah. thanks for allowing me to do that here by having this Yeah, time. Yeah, no, thank you. It was a mutually, mutually beneficial discussion. Okay. <laughs> will too soon come. <laughs> yes. Wasn't that awesome? I just, I so much enjoyed speaking with Mata and I'm really inspired by her and her entrepreneurial spirit. And she's just a powerful woman and she's out there getting it done. I respect that so much. If you want to learn more or, you know, get some of the products that Mata's company sells there, uh, we'll put these in the show notes, but you can go to buttercake.shop for the cannabis-infused products, including the butter cake, which sounds spectacular. 
And then she also has buttercakewellness.com, which is hemp-derived Delta-8 strips. They're like oral dissolvable strips. So check those out. And also, you know, it's amazing, right? Mata didn't just, she's not just creating products. She's creating much more than that. And she has a, an additional company called Can Powerment, which is C-A-N-N, Powerment, the can standing for cannabis. And they are a contract manufacturing and packaging company. They specialize in manufacturing cannabis-derived products in the state of New Jersey. So check that out too. Yeah, you know, I'll just make a plug here. Like, let's support local businesses, women-owned businesses, Black women-owned businesses, and really, you know, make a difference in the world by, I think, just by supporting local businesses and local food, we can make such a difference in the world. I'll move on from that topic now. <laughs> I feel very strongly about it. And But also, I want to remind you that we have the Love Challenge, which is an ongoing challenge. You can join at any time. Just go to our platform on Mighty Networks. The link will be in the show notes. And join in this self-paced 12-day challenge where you're going to get actual tools in how to practice self-love because for the, pretty much we have never been taught how to practice self-love. And there's a lot that goes with it. So in this challenge, you have videos. I will direct you to some specific activities that you can do spread out over the course of 12 days. So it's super simple, easy, won't take a lot of your time. Uh, there are meditations in there. There are podcast episodes that I specifically recommend. And, you know, self-love is a big thing, but this is a great way to develop skills in practicing self-love that will enable you to do so much more in your life for your health and also in your professional life and, and anything else you want to work on. It all starts with love. So check that out and also check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N-weightloss.com. And we have some great, lots and lots of blog posts there with information about all kinds of things that you can possibly imagine relating to wellness, weight loss. So check that out too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.